Welcome to the Indie, Indie Podcast, all right, from Independency. And uh, we are going to have more conversations about uh, working musicians and how uh, musicians are able to maneuver through the music business in 2021, okay? Because things keep, keep evolving every year. And uh, this episode, we're having a special guest on the show. He has done music for a while, okay? He has a background uh, in music at uh, the Academy of Contemporary Music that is in Zurich. And also he studied songwriting and music production at uh, the Berkeley College of Music. So he does composing, mixing and, master and mastering and also has amazing music out right now, okay? So we have Desabel on the show. Desabel, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hi there. I'm pretty fine, thank you. And thank you for having me. <laughs> yes, thank you for coming on. So uh, interesting. First of all, I like the new, I like the new single that is... Uh, I, I keep getting torn in between because uh, Telia has always been something I always battle in, that and somebody. And then the new single, when, when we come to uh, the new single that is out right now, guys, go check that out. Go and stream uh, Desabelle's music that is on Spotify or any streaming platform of your choice, you just go search for Desabel. So the new single is Before It Began. For people that are getting to know you, I just talked about uh, some of the things you've, you've done. You've gone to school for music. You're, you are a mixing and uh, mastering engineer. You're also a producer too, and a composer at the same time. So uh, talk to me about your background in production. And uh, for people listening in right now, how would you describe your journey as a producer over the years? Oh, that's that's a tough one. I mean, originally I started off just you know trying to write music, um, and and you know um, at times you you did something, and the next day you would listen into it and say, "Holy shit, you know uh, <laughs> that's not it." And and then I would try something different, and and the day after you were like, "No, that's still not it." And so. I was thinking, how can I, how can I develop my 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 skill set of writing music, and that's where I decided then to to uh, study uh, songwriting and, and music production, right, and and see the whole process more from a theoretical uh, uh, point. And at the end of the day, I think what what really made me personally progress is to listen carefully to what other people are doing right um not just listening and enjoying it but to really write down what is happening in in that specific song that i most likely you know like right now i i would go there and, and start and make my charts and and try to understand um you know, how is the verse constructed? How is the chorus constructed? What kind of chord progressions do they use? How do they build up dynamics? And, and, and go from there, right? Look at it more from a theoretical standpoint. And once you start doing that, um, you start also developing music in that sense, right? So I, I, I don't want to say you should look at it as a technical thing, but but 
imagine you're, you, you have a garden, you want to build a wall, right? Um, you, you can start by stones and put them uh, on top and probably the next day it will fall, right? And, and you don't understand why. And the neighbor has a great wall, right? And it stands all the storms and you don't understand why. And so you have to start thinking about that, you know, how is it done? And so, so I think you need a certain background uh, and understanding your competitors, how they do it, to do it, to try to do it at least the same, if not better, right? So, so that was basically my process. And on what I've done then for two years, I started this project 8309, which is uh, on YouTube. And I started that with my daughter. And what we did, we just made covers, cover songs, right? Yeah. And by analyzing yeah. these cover songs um, and interpreting it your way, I started to understand music right from a from a technical perspective so that was a two years period where i just sucked in all the songs i liked tried to analyze them and interpreted it with my 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 daughter so yeah so i think i think a good starting point actually is to start not copy but try to do um a, an existing song in your way right and learning, but and that's where you learn how this song works, right? W what is the essence of a song? Yeah, yeah, and uh, and and that is coming from the perspective that uh, you are you are you are doing some production, and now what happens for an artist, let's say who is not technical about production, and uh, he's coming he's coming in on on. Uh, onto the scene because they love music, they feel they can make music, they can write, they can sing. Uh, what would be like the best approach you would recommend for them in order to sharpen even their skills of writing? Because there are people that have good voices that really want to write, but are not really good at writing, but they would like to have an attempt and see how far they can go with that. Yeah. I mean, again, I would probably start with a reference, you know, uh, let's say you want to do a sad song. So um, what songs do I like in, in, in that genre, right? So, so I would pick up four or five songs and then see what, what kind of feel does it give me? So I would decide and let's, let's take, I don't know, uh, Adele's, uh, you know, whatever song and, and then start from there, basically trying to, listen carefully what's happening what's happening with the voice how many voices are there right because we we as a consumer we don't look into the details and that's actually what the production is happening right all these small little details that add up to make a complete song that is you know that that gives you an experience right and not by hearing it only one or two times some i i try to do so i try to write and produce songs that you're not tired of listening it after two times. So you need all these little details that you discover for the third or the fourth or the fifth time you're listening to it, right? So again, I would carefully listen. And I'm actually right now in this process, I, I like a specific song, I like the groove, and I try to understand how did they do that? 
That means, you know, take the EQ, take a delay, take a reverb, fiddle around until you see, ah, this is what they were going for. How can I use that in my songs, right? So, so yeah, that, that's really what I recommend to do is, is to really not copy in that sense, but get ideas from other songs. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a good thing when people can have a reference point because a lot of times, and this has been the battle, and maybe you can talk to this for new artists, someone will just go into their bedroom and do a record, probably have a small recording studio at home. Then they'll keep making projects without any reference point to say, what am I, what is, what am I trying to achieve? And then how can you, how can, uh, let's say, an, an, a musician that is trying to, that is also coming up and trying to do everything by themselves because they haven't been exposed to probably better producers or more experienced producers like yourself. They, you, are, you are saying that they really need to first have a reference point in order for them to approach what they are going to do. I, I would say, I mean, that was something that helped me a lot. And that's actually something that was was a very uh, important part in the in the in the college in in, in in Berkeley, right? Is to understand others' music, right? And we would take songs from the Beatles, from Toto, uh, but also from Lady Gaga, you know, and understand what is happening, right? And once you understand, you you build up like like a skill set, right? You have different methods that you know you can always take right and once you have a certain amount of of knowledge about how to do things and how does what affect what it's way easier uh then to 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 continue right because then because typically also when i start to write music i sit on the piano have a, have a lyrical idea and start to, you know, just lay down a few chords, find my chord progression. And then immediately, you know, the bells and whistles go on and say, oh, I could use this element from this song. I like this a lot because it transports this emotion or, or, or it multiplies this emotion. And the more you know how other songs work, the larger your knowledge is and the faster you, you, you go ahead. And and then suddenly own ideas start to, to develop, right? Combinations or, or extensions of what other people were doing. And, and that's how you create kind of finally your own sound, right? As, as you said before, you could tell that it was my song, right? Uh, before it began. And that's basically a result of the combination of all the knowledge I have and my way of, you know, adding production dust. Yes. <laughs> you, 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 you sprinkle a little bit on it. You put your touch on, on through everything that you've uh, learned from hearing other people and having reference points of uh, some of the music you're trying to, you know, create at, at, at that point. So, uh, and then also how, how important is also this, that um, because you started out as a musician and then uh, you, you, you later came in and morphed into uh, even the dynamics of you working with your daughter because there's a different age gap because, between the music you two like. Uh, so how important is that also that you carry 
the experience from years before, let's say your, your daughter with the project you did, and then also what she's bringing to the table in, uh, in terms of what is current and uh, as you both try to, to balance and uh, bring together a project? I, I, you know, I did not try to push her into something, nor did she, right? Uh, we always uh, were, were looking at songs and then we found a song that both of us, we liked, right? Um, because you just want to avoid conflict, right? <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> especially with family, it's a, <laughs> it's a different thing. Yeah. But when when I have now production um, on German hip hop, right, which is a new genre for me, and I got approached by this uh, amazing artist, and um, so and here we go. Um, you know, what does she expect from me? Um, what does she want? So I told her, give me three references. I went exactly the same way, you know, give me three references. I can analyze it. And now I know what she's talking about. And so I created like a, a foundation, right? With drums and, and minor keys and stuff. And then I will add my production dust, right? Um, so Again, it's the same process, right? Uh, it's always good to hear what other people think. And that's also very important for an emerging artist is to, you know, analyze your audience. You know, who, who do you want to attract? It's like, I mean, I won't, I can't, if, if I, let's say I would be a, a burger chain, right? Obviously, I can't sell my burgers to vegetarians or to vegans, right? It's so I, I will have to define what is my the age of group and what kind of music are are they listening to, and then I I will have to create a product that they, people want to listen to. It's very hard to start uh, with a niche product product, right? I mean, I can't write, let's say, I don't know a pop song with a triangle or an, and a harp, right? Um, the, the market will be very, very small. And especially at the beginning, I want to I wanna have, I wanna have a, a range of people that I can attract, which is not so specific, right? But yeah. we're going to talk about that later, I think, when, when, it, when it goes about presentation of your song. Yeah, exactly. So I, I and there's something there's something important in there that you said people need to understand who they are presenting the music they are making to. So you need to understand your niche. I think that that is very important. A lot of a lot of musicians close all the signs out and then lock in in what they have in mind and they always forget about what does the listener want from me or what kind of listener am I attracting? Yeah. So uh, and, and I know. And I know, I sorry to interrupt you, and I know it's, as an artist, you want to have the freedom, you want to have, get out your message, but, you know, um, you have to tell the story to people who are interested in your story, and, you know, that that's something you have really to learn, <laughs> and I think doing experiment or, or getting your message out there, you can do once you have a, a, a fan base, right, but but as an emerging artist, the first thing you need actually to continue working is success, right? Even if it's a minimal success, 
and and to reach that you you need a certain base of fans right uh, yeah that will uh, when you post something on on instagram or or you post a new video you get comments and, and feedback that is something that is very motivating and and you need that right yeah and also there's this other question also coming from the side of uh of creating the music so there are people that always will say in order to introduce myself i have to come up with an ep i have to come up with an album some will make a compilation of songs can you can you speak to that because uh some people will some people will say don't put out a whole project unless you've built a fan base that knows what what you are doing you'd rather keep working your single and working on a few singles here and there as you introduce who you are what would you say to that I I personally think that the time of albums is kind of over. Um, I understand that putting out an album is is really like you know you you can showcase a variety of 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 of, of a concept right an album for me is a concept so yes that's actually good the problem is that reality is like that that when you release a song or an album you can submit only one song to let's say the spotify curators right it it can be only a song that has not been published yet right and out of an album it's just one song so there you might have in an ep you might have six seven songs in, in an album you might have 10 to 12 songs so chances that you selected that you picked the right song that the curator is gonna like you know um i i'm very bad at that because sometimes i think my this song is great and they hate it and other songs i feel like okay yeah and they like it you know so uh, <laughs> so i wouldn't trust myself on 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 judging and, and picking the right song so so for me it's a, a simple statistical thing right i have either six chances of an ep so single releases six times the chance to get picked instead of one so for me it's 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 very logical now if you're if you're really starting at zero it might make more sense to go for an ep or release one or two songs and then release the remainder and DP, right? But yeah, as, as I said before, I don't want to risk that. And th there is also one disadvantage if you if you uh, release one single after the other, you have the whole work for you know writing to all radio stations, making uh, the pitch, and and writing emails. So you instead of doing it once for an EP or for an album, you, you have to do it six times or as many times as you need it. So, so that's a little bit of a disadvantage in terms of time. On the other side, it's an advantage because you, you start to get used to it. And the first time it's gonna take you a lot of time, the second time a little bit less. Once you do it for the 10th or the 20th time, it's, it's just gonna be one of, of many processes you have to do. So. I personally would go for for singles and that's how I started off anyway. 